Don't judge people by their appearances. That's what our parents taught us. What a load of rubbish. You can tell a lot about a person by how they hold themselves and what they wear. And the same is true for a website. A website gives us insights into the organisation behind it. I spend a lot of my time reviewing websites and social media channels. Over all that time, I've learned something. Rarely are the failures of an organisational's online presence due to the shortcomings of their digital team. You could be the best digital team in the world, but if the organisation's culture is incompatible with digital, there will be problems. These organisational failures are plain to see on your website. Let me share with you some examples of what I mean. One of the most telling parts of your website is your information architecture. Many websites have an information architecture built around organisational thinking rather than user needs. And this shows a complete indifference to the customer. But more than that, if we look deeper, it reveals something else as well. It shows an organisation trapped in departmental silos, unable to collaborate. Unless this is overcome, even the best digital team will struggle to create a user-centric site structure. I also encounter many websites with terrible content. It's either poorly written or out of date, and at times it's even contradictory. There is almost always a single reason behind these problems, a distributed content model. In other words, people across the organisation have permission to publish content to the website, and in some cases that can be thousands of people. This is indicative of a decentralised organisation, an organisation lacking editorial oversight and strong digital leadership. And it's not just the website that reveals a lot. Your behaviour on social media does too. One of the most common failures I see on social media is a lack of engagement. Organisations update their social media channels with news stories, blog posts and press releases. But that's it. There's little in the way of conversation or more casual updates. And that screams a marketing department stuck in the past, trapped in a world of mass media and broadcast marketing. Unfortunately, consumers have little tolerance for this kind of traditional marketing. They want organisations to talk with them and not at them. Having a site that works well on mobile is, is becoming ever more business critical. This is especially true in light of the upcoming changes that Google are introducing. But when I see an unresponsive website, I'm not just concerned about the impact on mobile users. I'm also concerned about why the website is not responsive. Often this is symptomatic of a more serious issue, which is periodic investment in the website. If a site isn't responsive, it means nobody has worked on the technical architecture of the website for a few years. It's indicative of a company stuck in an endless cycle of redesigning their website every few years. Instead, organisations need to commit to ongoing incremental improvement. When I review larger websites, I encounter the same kind of things again and again. And one of those things is a fragmented um, user experience, which consists of many subsites: Sites for departments, sites for campaigns, sites for products. Everything has its own subsite with its own user interface. Now, that's an obvious concern from a user experience perspective, but it also rings bells for another reason too. It shows a lack of digital leadership. There is nobody with the authority to control uh, or rein in this kind of ex- um, excess. If nobody can stop this, then you have to ask what other areas are suffering for a lack of digital leadership. Finally, There is a lack of uh, visual hierarchy that exists on many of the websites I review. Long lists of links, too many navigation items and pages with little structure. 
A related issue is a lack of strong calls to action. All these things matter from a usability standpoint, but they are also emblematic of a much more worrying problem, which is a lack of priorities. When there is little visual hierarchy or uh, poor calls to action, it's because there's no clear vision for the role of the site. This in itself is a symptom of an even deeper problem, which is senior management not being engaged with digital. It is the role of senior management to set direction and decide on priorities. If a website lacks these priorities, it's often a sign. A sign that management either aren't engaged with the website, don't think it's important or just don't understand it. Whatever the case, that's a cause for serious concern. The issues listed here are just some examples of the deeper problems that need addressing. There are many, many others. For example, the existence of capture on a site is often a sign of an overworked digital team, a team forced to ignore user needs to produce something quick and dirty. Or how unnecessary form fields are often a sign of an overly powerful sales and marketing department. My point here is that a good review should dig a little deeper. It shouldn't just highlight the symptoms, but search for the underlying causes. It shouldn't just be about listing the problems. It should be about asking why those problems exist in the first place.